Welcome, One Percenters, to the Secrets of the Online Fitness Coach podcast, where Lynn and I talk about the tactics and the strategies of growing your online movement. In today's topic of discussion, we talk about the varying versions of different challenges and which one is the best. Is it the 7-day, the 21-day, the 30-days, 28-days, 90-days? We challenge you to think about these differently as not just a tactic of how to sell someone into your program versus how to give value to the people who are in your challenge. Now, we hope you absolutely enjoy this as we talk about and banter a little bit about which challenge is the best way to go, but also having to think about how you can absolutely create value to the result that you want for your challenges. So we know that there are a lot of varying uh, numbers of days for challenges. You can have seven days, you can have 14 days, you can have 21 days, days. a three day, you can have five days, days. 10. I like 11. (laughs) I like 11. Let's do an 11 day challenge. But which one should you do? Um, Which one should you do? And this is a very commonly asked question that uh, we get asked, and I'm sure it's a very commonly seen thing that everyone sees Kerry how many challenges have you seen on Facebook you know like is that is that the thing Ellie's like let's do a 24-hour challenge (laughs) Uh, let's let's do a 60-second challenge do you have Uh, speculation about where those numbers come from where the numbers come from yeah like what do you think I think um, where do you think all this marketing comes from with like how many days of a challenge should you do yeah, well, I think uh, if we go back to uh, 2014 and 15, seven-day challenges running Facebook ads to a Facebook group was the jam that I discovered. That was the thing that I used, and that was the most profitable thing in the world because I, I would run ads and um, and that's what I tested and that's what I brought out to the marketplace, I think, in 2015, in 2016. Then, then I had the legacy group and we all started uh, having a bit of a rampage with challenges and that was fun. And then now they've got an automate. I think, I think a lot of the times this is where we're going to begin to banter first as we dive in. It's kind of like, how do you get clients, right? That's That's the goal of most online fitness coaches. That's the state. How do they get clients? And, um, you know, do you use a seven day? Do you use the 21 day? Do you use 28, 35, 90, 180 day? Yeah, 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 so on and so forth. And so it was a really good experiment for me because uh, what I realized was I took back in hybrid, what I did when I was a hybrid coach in 2014 was for some guys that I, that I couldn't sell, I would just give them a seven-day trial into the program. I said, cool, I'll set you up. We'll give you a seven-day trial. Come to the next workshop, get yourself uh, set and ready. And as soon as they experienced that, the sell was easy. And and the whole premise of challenges, free challenges, not um, not not bait and switch, is uh, is the fact that you deliver value first. 
And if you're not getting clients, here's the universal principle is that the more value you put out there in the marketplace, the more you'll receive. And that's, that's, that's a universal principle that, that I think you and I live by, right? We go, we, we know this. If I give you more value, if I help more people, I'll eventually have more. Um, and it's a quote. The cliche seem to have it right. If you help everybody else get what they want, you'll get what you want. And I want to touch into that. Like, why don't you think, like when I look at marketing and I, we've simplified the game because uh, we all know that it's all about give value to somebody and they have to see it as valuable. Why, why do you think most people don't give value? Why, why do people just resist? Why do they hesitate? I think that people fear giving their best stuff for free that nobody will pay them mm. the results. True. I actually think, I think elaborating through that, just a different angle on it, that if, if you give your best shit away for free, your clients will get upset because that's what they paid for. And I think everybody thinks that we're in an information economy, uh, but we're not, we're in an execution economy. We're in a, a application economy. Application of the information is what they pay coaches for. Information is a commodity that if you can give out all of your information for free, you win. And if you consistently market that message, you'll begin to win. So I think in today's topic, uh, let's, let's really dive into lead generation, Kez, and and talk about, why so many fitness coaches fail to get online clients. Like, you know, we, we see seven day challenges. We see people putting out content. Why don't like, why, why don't people get clients? Why? Like when you're seeing, when you're scrolling across, I know you jump into my Facebook cause I've got a lot of PT friends um, and our Instagram. Why don't people get clients? Let's, let's break down that anatomy and the art of getting clients. And it doesn't matter if you get clients with challenges, but I, I think I want your take. So what, oh, I might not get your take, but, um, but yeah, let's, let's break that down first. Getting clients. This is you. And you're putting out content. What will help you get clients? These are your clients. These are your prospects. What do you need to do to them? You there, Kez? You there? You there with me? Sorry, guys. If uh, if you didn't hear me before, it was because the dogs were barking and I muted myself <laughs> while the they were the rampage. The doggies are going to go on a rampage. And so this is this is the most difficult thing that most online coaches face and and. I've got a few theories behind it. I, I think you're, uh, you've seen enough on the practical level to see how, how winners win and why so many struggle. So I'd love to be able to get your take on uh, being able to get clients. This is you. This is, I'm, hey, I'm an online coach. Yeah, so I think the starting point of this, because uh, where this will lead to is what value are you bringing to them? before they even become a client, right? Because if you're only going to give them value when they become a client, 
you're never you're never actually going to gain their trust and you're never going okay. to gain uh, that one-to-one connection with them and it's about transparency cool but the first question is who is that ideal client an or ideal prospect that you are wanting because the content that you give out needs to be specific to serve that prospect okay cool so we have an ideal client and the content, the value I need to bring to them needs to, to help them solve a problem. Is that correct? Of course. Yep. Cool. And, and why else? So, so look, let's just say, for example, I'm working with moms. I run a seven-day challenge uh, and it, it just bombs. And we've seen this time and time again. I, I mean, we've been coaching this. I've been coaching seven-day challenges forever. Um, some people make it work, other people, other people bomb. And the reality is that there are so many seven day fitness challenges. Mm. They're probably jumping from one band bandwagon to the, to the other. The effect of that cycle is going to decrease. Yeah. I'm going to add to that as well. Cause you make a really good point that, uh, there is going to be other people popping up. There is going to be other people popping up. And this is just business in general, guys. This is just fucking business in general. Like if you have a gym and an F45 pops up next to you, what are you going to do? If you own a restaurant and McDonald's pops up next to you, what are you going to do? Same shit, right? And I just don't think that a lot of people, uh, they, they then start to go, right, this isn't working. They then taper off and they don't understand that here's an opportunity for them to grow. Okay. And a lot of the times I go, this is you. The reasons why they didn't buy, because a lot of the times people buy you, like they buy actually you. And if they see you as an expert, okay. If they see you as an expert and you stop marketing the, the actual, uh, if you stop marketing the thing, the, the vehicle, but you, you market the result, Stop marketing your 90-day program. Stop marketing your seven-day challenge. Stop marketing all of this stuff. And you actually get be known for a result. That's when, that's when you can separate yourself. And what's really funny is uh, we talk about this, but most people would never be able to do this. And most people, because they, they, compete, they compete on 90 days, seven days, five days, they think that this is what they do. They think that I'm the five-day challenge guy. I'm the seven-day challenge. Come into my challenge. And so people are not buying them. They're buying the challenge. And this is where the problem begins because you find a challenge, you launch a challenge, but then then what? And so if you want to build a big brand uh, and you want to step out from everybody else because this person's running a challenge, this person's running a challenge, this person's running a challenge. Like I think we talked about it this morning with our clients. Yeah, you've got to be known for a result. You have to be known for a result and you must be able to lead that result. And this is scary because because when we ask most people what, like, what's your big promise? What's your big result? All I hear a lot of the times is I hear ambiguity, uh, generalities. I don't hear any specific results. It's kind of like, Hey, uh, 
you fly a plane. Okay, where do you want to go to, Lynn? Well, I can fly you anywhere in the world. Well, great. So can uh, so can a hundred thousand different other people in airlines. Why should I choose you? Ah, oh, they just don't know how to respond. Whereas a results kind of like this, Lynn, I fly directly from Melbourne to LA, and I'll fly you there better, quicker, faster. You'll have a much more enjoyable ride. You'll get. I'll get you there in a much uh, more meaningful manner. You'll be able to check in faster. You'll be able to have all of these things to have less stress on your journey. And that's what I want to be known for. Whereas most online coaches go, I fly planes. Where do you want to go? I can help everybody. And they end up helping nobody. And I think, mm. I think that was the analogy I came up with in the car yesterday. We were having a chat and I was like, Kerry, I, I, I've got a breakthrough. I, I, I've got another analogy, right? And then I explain the analogy to Karen. She doesn't get it. But I think, uh, I think the reasons why most coaches don't get clients is because they, they're not known to get a result and people want to buy results from people. People want to get a result from people. Okay. So I just, just to begin this conversation, here's the reality. Uh, what used to happen when I used to run seven day challenges was I would get a whole bunch of guys in. I, I would deliver them value. I would pitch them on joining the program. I would end up working with guys. I'd, I'd end up getting clients. And the problem was I wasn't getting the right type of clients. Like I would get three guys or four guys out of the 20 that were amazing. They were like, Lynn, I love you. Let's work together. You're amazing. I'll follow you for life. I love this message. Da, da, da. Uh, I would get 10 that, we're looking to get abs and leaner just uh, surface level wise uh, because they were, they wanted to fix something about, they wanted to fix their symptoms. And then I would get a few others that just didn't want to put in the work. And the frustration that I came up with was I was like, okay, wait, this is wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm marketing, I'm getting clients, but I'm not getting the right clients. And I think so many people uh, and this has been the bane of the existence of Online Trainers Club evolving into the 1% um, to going a lot deeper to figuring out, okay, what are we an expert at? Who wants what we have? And how can I talk specifically to them and add value to them every single day, regardless of whether it's a five-day challenge? Um, and then I pick the vehicle. The vehicle is the last thing. So you have many vehicles to warm people up, deliver value, and then convert. You've got challenges, you've got lead maintenance, you've got webinars, uh, you have coaching sessions and coaching calls, you have video series, you have fucking just content and blog posts. You have so many vehicles. And most people get up, caught up in what vehicle to drive uh, without actually knowing where they want to go and who they want to take along with them. That's what we say is reverse engineer your results. Yeah. Reverse engineer the outcome rather than a lot of the times that we see with our coaches is you tell me what result you want and I'll coach you to it. Completely, completely spot on. And right? initially when, when we get clients come in that they say, I'm a great coach because I coach clients with their goals, their results that they want, but that doesn't make you an expert. Correct. And I, I want to illustrate this and simplify this. Uh, 
really easily here because if you own a result and you're an expert at this particular thing, you then have to identify who wants what I have. Like who is hungry for a hamburger? Not everyone's hungry for a hamburger. Not everyone's hungry. Not everyone wants a hamburger, but who wants this? Who wants this result? And then you figure out the vehicle. Because do you remember I drew this drawing and, uh, and it didn't look too good? I had a much worse drawing the other day. I drew this. And, and you then have to figure out what's the vehicle to actually deliver value to this particular person. Am I going to use a challenge? Am I going to use a lead magnet? Am I going to use a webinar? Am I going to use a video series? And most people, like they don't actually, so here's, here's, here's the problem. You end up getting clients that you don't want because you begin with the, I just want to get clients in mind. And so you look at the vehicle first. And that's, that's the wrong way because the vehicle is the delivery system to add value to these people that get your ideal client from here to here to actually having a conversation with you, the blue person. Right, we always we say red pill, blue pill inside of the one percent. We go and and I think that clarifies a lot of things. Most people go, "What's the best vehicle to use?" Well, it doesn't matter what vehicle you use if you don't know who you're talking to and what result you have, because even if you use a vehicle, you're not going to make it work. And um, fuck, it's a it's a huge revelation that I've had over marketing time and time again, because to be honest, we work with a lot of fitness coaches. Some of them that, that I used to bring in, I was just kind of like, fuck man, like, are you serious? You just want to make money and you want to build an automated business and you don't want to do any work. You want a membership site, you're low end. And I'm kind of like, no. But then as soon as I started to take ownership, I, I changed the result. And then I started to market differently to attract people who I actually wanted so that I wouldn't actually get the problem of getting those type of clients in. And it's the very same uh, problem that a lot of coaches have in their business that because they're so, so focused on getting clients, they're so focused on getting the vehicle, they're so focused on making some money, they don't actually think about these things only to never grow a business because they end up working with the wrong people. Does that make sense? Like how cool are the people that we yeah. get to work with now? Right. Yeah. Um, not just that. I think it, it goes, the same thing goes for our clients as well. They get to work with who they want to work with truthfully yeah. rather than getting a hundred people into their challenge. And then they don't even want to start a business anymore because they don't want to work with any people. In the you challenge. work with the wrong people. You work with the people that are, that aren't going to take ownership. You want to work with the people that are, that want to be sage. You want to work with the people that have a complete reality and expectation mismatch and they think it's going to be easy, but that's, you know what? And at the core principle, it's take ownership. And if you're not getting the right people in your business, it's your fucking fault because you're not marketing your message first and you don't, you start to think, well, maybe you don't have a message and that's your own fault because you don't have a message. No one knows what you stand for. Nobody knows what you stand against. And I think as I've gone deeper and, and, we continue to go deeper, you know, we continue to go deep and not wide, but we look at who, do, who can we help and who can't we help? Uh, we can't help everybody. The majority of personal trainers that come in and apply, I, I actually can't help you. You're, you. You do so much better in a gym setting 
uh, just training clients and then leveraging that business, doing some sort of a hybrid. Online is, is very, very much reserved for this type of person if you want to do well. Uh, it's, it's a leader. Can you, can you lead your own principles? Uh, are you willing to put yourself out there? Are you willing to become better? Are you willing to, uh, are you an expert? At, and are you known for a result? You see, when you work in the gym, you don't have to be an expert. You can just be, you can be the expert for your gym at getting the best results. You don't have to be an expert. Being online, you suddenly expose yourself to about a million other competitors. And the only way that you can stand out is, uh, is being known for something. So. I want to bring it back to the timeframes because there are so many of them, right? And you could potentially make it any day of a challenge. Mm. And I like to follow this principle and I want to make it quite specific. So bear with me while I articulate it. The principle is that the longer someone is engaged inside of your ecosystem, your front end vehicle of that challenge, Mm -hmm. the better they will be as a client. But Mm -hmm. the key here is engaged And the assumption is that you have a result that you're bringing them, moving them towards. Correct. Correct. Um, Sorry, were you going to continue? Yeah. So for instance, if you're starting out and you don't have, you understand that your skills for video isn't the greatest, don't do a 28 day live challenge where you have to go live for 28 days straight right? Do it for five days where yeah. you can get someone engaged, when you can understand exactly what result you're reverse engineering towards mm. and then put them in your ecosystem to give them value and then make yeah. them a great client of yours. Correct. Um, and, and I'm going to add to that really it's like, if you want to convert uh prospects and take interest into desire uh, what we've been talking about it's what is your message why are you better why are you better at getting that result create an argument for yourself are you better at getting that result why like you have to be able to market your, your business and your brand to go you know what and you almost have have to have this almost confidence about you like you go hey dude if you work with me you're going to get X result. You can't work with anybody else. Like they don't do this shit for you. They, they're not going to do this. They're not going to care about you as much as, as I care about you, bro. They're not going to set you up with this. You're not going to be in an environment like this. You're not going to have this system. I've spent the last 10 years perfecting this system. In fact, if you work with somebody else, chances are it's probably going to take you longer to get there. And inside of marketing, marketing is almost like debating for and against. Like you're, you're consistently debating and putting out an argument as to why somebody should give you money in exchange for value. Value in exchange for value. Money is just a form of value, right? And because most coaches don't own a result, they can't do that. They go, oh, okay, well, yeah, you should work with me. I'm an online coach. Yeah, yeah, I'll just give you more support. 24-7. I'll, give, I'll, I'll email you. I'll, I'll, I'll be there to cook your meals with you. I'll wake up at 2 a.m. with you. And it just, it just turns really like, 
wow, you're not an expert. And if you want to build an online expert business and lead a movement and make millions of dollars and build something big to have freedom, this is the way you need to think. If you think about business at all, then understand that the best always win. It doesn't matter if you're setting up a gym. If you have a shit gym and another 24-7 gym comes up and it's fucking sick, you're out of business. Forget about it. Uh, if you set up like a takeaway store and McDonald's comes up and sets next up to you, you're gone, you're finished. So it doesn't matter where you are if you don't have this. And why most PTs just get it through is because, well, what, you're competing against five other PTs in the gym and supply and demand's kind of in your favor. There's enough, there's enough members to kind of meet the demand. So all five of them get 20 sessions a week. So you all kind of survive, but you survive by luck, not because by choice and it's like shit the world doesn't work that way uh and so if you want to build an amazing online business then number one you have to be an expert to be known for something number two you have to figure out who wants what you have number three you have to be able to consistently add value and then there's this just one thing there's almost this one fucking thing that i've always had to me uh since the very beginning because if you speak to me and a lot of people have, but I've always backed myself to go, hey, dude, if you work with me, uh, like, shit, I'll, you want to you be on my team, bro. Like, you want to be on our team. I will do more for you than anybody else. I, I am an expert here. I figured out the system. I figured out why you're not going to get results. I figured out the mental struggles that you're going to have. I figured out the relationship struggles. I figured out the physical struggles you're going to have. I know when you're going to fail and I know what to do. And most coaches don't have that shit. They don't have it because uh, they, they, they don't see themselves as, as an expert for, for one result. And they don't have that self-confidence in themselves to grow and figure it out. And that's a big, big skill that if you want to take inside a business and build something fucking amazing, you need that at the core. If you don't, shit you can go back to the gym and then you can figure it out by systemizing your business and getting more clients and then putting another in the trainer there's nothing wrong with that but it's just if you want to build an online business and have freedom and get clients and have the one percent life like there are sacrifices and things that that, that need to be made mm. just on that note i want to also uh I want to also showcase Kitty. So Kitty currently runs a 28-day challenge. And most people will look at that and say, that was so 2018. Except for the fact that it works. And it works so well for her front-end vehicle. Correct. Correct. So we, we use five-day challenges, seven-day challenges, 14-day challenges, 28-day challenge. What the difference between everybody inside of the 1% is, is everyone's got their message nailed. And everybody is a leader and they own a result. And the vehicle then lights up. What everyone else in the fitness industry does, duplicates uh, without a message, without their leadership, without themselves arguing, and it never works. Like it, it baffled me because like two, three years ago, I gave away the seven-day challenge for free. What I did from A to Z, 100 people tried it. I would say 10% of it made money, 90% of people flopped. And to be fucking honest, I can see why 90 people flopped. 
because they just weren't good. Like, they just weren't good. They, they play at a tactical level and they don't play at a deep core level. They play at this tactical level and they go, Lynn, what, what do I do? Okay, I should post this at 9 a.m. What should I say in my post? Oh, I'll say this, this, and this. And it's kind of like, if you have to ask me what you need to say to your prospect to help them, you're fucked. Like you're seriously, like you won't get anybody because you don't, you don't back your own knowledge and your own expertise, which means that self-confidence when it comes to closing a deal, when it comes to sitting down, having, having a, a talking about getting a high-end sale, that confidence uh, doesn't come across when you're trying to close. When I'm trying to close, Carrie, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, dude, like, shit, if you marry any other Asian guy, you're fucked for life. You want me. Like, I'll be in your corner, Kerry. I'll take you on adventures. I'll, I'll grow. I'll be an enigma. I'll be exciting. You know, and that's how you, that's how you begin to, you have to back yourself in that. And at the core of it, I saw this pattern so much when I gave it away. 10% had their message. Great. They fucking did well. They were able to duplicate it. Amazing. I fucking love those guys. Like Tony Versic, one of the guys that emulated that model to the fucking team. He's a legend. Mm. Other people, flopped they, they just they flopped why because they're like Lynn, what should, what, are, what should i say in my post how do i deliver value to these people what do i say and i go huh well you're not going to make it if sorry where, where are my call to actions what does day three look like what does what day do- three look like how much water should they drink on day three what exercises should i give and i go bro are you fucking serious you're supposed to be the expert this is the vehicle this is how we, it's done and it's like, I start to see it more and more because in the business coaching game, it was like, oh yeah, well, I want them to win, but should they win? Probably not. I want them to win, but if the marketplace is deeming that you shouldn't win, that's what the marketplace is deeming. And you probably shouldn't because if you're ha- having to ask questions on what to give, there's somebody that's good that's going to come along, sweep this person off their foot, and the best person wins. And that's how business is done, especially in online. You can't be shit and expect to win. And too many people are getting marketed that they can be shit and they can make money without being good. And that's what pisses me off. Gary, that's what pisses me off. Like, and, and, and I've gone hard at this lately and we're going to go hard because, you know, you see every day these, these fuckers come up everywhere just going, yeah, you can do this. You can do, and it's like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait a second. In what world do you think that you don't have to be good and you can make a whole bunch of money uh, when, when you just saw what happened to Bitcoin? I mean, that was, that was their only hope, Bitcoin. And even that flopped. So there's one long term plan and principle which is to get better every single day to guarantee that you'll be you'll have freedom that you'll be successful and i know it sounds really grueling and i know it sounds tough but if you've been in the game and you haven't broken through it's because you, you've you've kept on looking for a shiny object and then when you tried it you kind of went in but you didn't go in all in you kind of went half in and then you were just like oh shit this doesn't work and it's like well that's because you suck but if you, and the good news is you can get better. You can get better. That's a lot of self-awareness as well. 
because yeah and but most people don't want to admit that they're not that good and like they go well yeah i know i'm not that good but like what do i do how do i get better and it's like well you just have to you have to learn you have to be a practitioner of what you believe in how you get better is whatever you teach other people you question uh you explore you test you use it you try it like i don't get better at writing ad copy or sales by just sitting there and wondering how i get better i get better because i actually go out and spend money on it and then i get better and then i look for answers and then i test and then i question and most people just go oh it's just too hard which ironically ironically carrie it's the same excuse their clients give them oh getting into shape just sounds too hard but then they look at their clients and they they get baffled you know um and it's just a mindset thing that i think as leaders and coaches if you want to have a great life and a fulfilled life you got to start you got to be patient you have to align your expectations and reality and you just have to go right if i get better i back myself to win and then eventually i'm going to win it it's it's just a number uh, a matter of time right and do you know what's really fulfilling it's what? really fulfilling working really hard with our clients who i know have a great message fuck yeah but it's like, worked really hard like it's fucking crazy right like we go like they've got a great message and i go okay fuck and shit terry like i take my four years and we can dance everything that i learned in four years spent hundreds of thousands of dollars or up from to learn from the very best and then i look at some of the shit that they produce and i go holy crap like i couldn't produce that in my second year so what we've been able to do is take that condense it and go shit you're coming out on top like I'm looking at Manir right now and I go the motherfucker is doing some really good shit that I'm almost envious of because I know where he's going to be in 2 years if he keeps on going and getting better and and that's the, the beauty is um that everyone else should stop looking for this shortcut this shiny object and um it took you four months to get to LA and now it's only taking Munia 3 months Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But and that's the fucking thing. Like I like four years and five years. I remember I was studying every night. I was running webinars. I was a business mogul, fucking trying to figure shit out. Studying Russell Brunson, studying all of these people, Frank Kern. You know, investing in J. Like tons and tons of mentors that I've had. And then I'm like, okay, I get it. And then my job is to uh, condense that, and then help Mania. help the kids help the dance arcklings go guys you've got a message here's an amazing product you let's get after it like that's the most beautiful thing and so yeah i think uh i think it's a lot of fun i think you know fuck to to say the amount of work that we put in every day is an understatement but it's fulfilling like we have a great online business you and i we can work anywhere in the world but we choose to have discipline and focus because we go we like this we like we we get to do what we get to do we get to work with the people that we get to work with i don't work with anybody that wants to have 5 billion followers sell a $20 ebook and start a supplement company uh that isn't that all the subs are in china and they can marginalize that for as much profit as possible i don't get those people why because guess what head on over to my sales page and have a read you'll know exactly what i mean 
Um, I'm able to pull in the people that I want to work with simply because I've dialed in the message. I understand the result. I back the system, back the methodology, and then go on from there. And the reality is that I, I genuinely don't want to take a day off, yeah. you know, away from work. I only possibly need it sometimes to recharge. For sure. But work becomes so fulfilling and so much fun that uh, we want to surround ourselves with work. Yeah, it, it, gets, it gets fun because what you're doing is actually making an impact. You're getting significance off it. When you work with this mindset, everything becomes easier. Like time fucking flies. When I was saying, shit, it's already Wednesday now, Kerry. Like I just felt like a day ago that we were just in the weekend and the weekend's going to come by again and shit's going to happen. But that's just the way it rolls. And, you know, living kind of and thinking this way, it's crazy to see what's happened just from coaching two years ago. 2017 was when we started. It's 2019. Uh, it's scary to think about what's going to happen over the next 12 months to 24 months on this trajectory. It really is. And so that's, that's the exciting thing. But getting back to the core of it, that's essentially how you should use challenges uh, and, and possibly the reasons why you're not getting the clients that you want to get but you're kind of complaining about your clients that you do get, which is, I know, really weird because I used to do that. And then I said, shut up, Lynn. It's your fault. You're not marketing your message enough. Uh, it's your own fault. And when you can take ownership and then you can light up that funnel, great, fantastic. Is online challenges for everybody? No. If you want to make a quick buck because you sucked at business in the gym, jumping online isn't going to save you. <laughs> in fact, it's going to expose you. Yes. It's going to expose how bad you are. So if you're in it for the money, go into the gym, go and give as much value, go and uh, give out your free sessions, go and systemize your business so that you go from one-to-one to, -one to a one-to-many model with a hybrid online coaching and, and take semi-private classes and offer these things that don't trade time for money and then just get experience and get better. You know, like if you sucked in the gym because you couldn't make it as a trainer, shit, the online world's going to rip you to shreds, like straight away, instantly. Um, so, yeah. I think, I think that's a wrap. I think that's enough of a rant for today uh, around the challenges. But I, I really hope people get that. And, you know, I just want to see people just fucking get good at what they do. They really care and, and they own a result. And I think a lot of the times it comes with self-confidence first because they aren't the practitioner of their own principles. And when you're not the practitioner of your own principles, you don't, you don't have any value. Like your value comes from discovering the gems through your problems. Because if you can uncover the gems inside of your problems, now you've got value. You've got valuable gems that you can go and share with other people and most of them. I think what I'd love to follow up with after this session is how can they find the value Let's give them some tactics and let's give them some strategies on what to do actually yes. to find your principle. You'll be, you'll be asking me what to post on day three <laughs> after the next one. I think it's, yeah, I think it's, it's cool because I've also seen like, shit, I've seen how much I've developed when I started in 2014 with the goal to make as much money as possible, doing as little as possible. And then just getting punched in the face so many times and so exhausted 
buying shiny object after shiny object to really figure out at the core, what do I need to do and who do I need to be to make this shit happen? Because it wasn't happening. And to be fair, I think that's exactly the conversation that we need to have, which is what did you do? Because you didn't do, you didn't just wake up with a message. You fuck no, fuck no. I woke up thinking I was going to sell sales funnels. (laughs) Your mistakes is going to be the best gift. For sure. And, um, and if you are in that frame of mind, I get it. Like, I don't, ha- I don't judge anybody in that frame of mind wanting to go off and make money. Like, that's where everyone has this desire to grow. I think it starts out. I think you get successful when that, uh, when that vision's just greater than you. That's when you start to become really successful. And I think for me, I can see that night and day. I was never going to be successful thinking about how to make money for myself. My sales funnels flopped. My VSLs flopped. There wasn't a message in there because I just didn't care. I was like, shit, how do I make money online? Uh, and I'll be first to just, yeah, put, put that up. Let's do it for a secret, secret number 10, shall we? Anyway, guys, that's a bit of a wrap. I hope you enjoyed that. And um, hopefully you got a lot out of my penis image. If you didn't recognize what that image was, you can always go back, have a look and, um, and enjoy that one. Until next time. Bye.